0: The boys are back, the boys are back in town Good morning America, Monday, Monday morning That's funny Episode 21 Oh my goodness, we can drink now what? Because we're 21. Oh, episode 21. Gotcha. I guess that makes sense. I'm drinking a uh, strawberry real fruit slush from Sonic. Oh, i you drinking water. Sick. Okay, <sighs> I love that. We're here with another one. Possibly a topic today. They have lost another one. We are free. We are free, and I'm gonna be like you were last week because I'm. I'm not out of it, but I'm tired. You are, yeah. Why? I don't know. Just haven't slept good lately. Why not? Because there's when you when a six year old and a four year old come in your bed at like one o'clock in the morning every night. You just find a way to not sleep good. Well, whenever they you shut their door at night, lock it from the outside. Need to take a nail gun and just <laughs> shoot nails into it. What's funny is if I tell them before they go to bed, "All right, listen. If you wake up in the night, don't come in my bed. Stay in your bed. Go back to sleep." They will. They'll just stay in their bed. But I don't always remember to tell them that. You know, and it's like, why would I have to tell you that? Just go back. Just go back to sleep. They wake up and think, "Wait, did Dad toast Yeah, oh, no, he didn't. No nope. game. Yeah, <laughs> he's not. <laughs> he can't be mad at me because yeah. he didn't tell me. Oh yeah, but I'm not whining or complaining. All oh. right, I'm not trying to. Sounds like you're. Well, I mean, come on, come on. What I do? What? My wife says I'm a complainer. Really? What are you gonna do? What's she going to do about it? All I can do is behold him and let him change me. <laughs> He's working hard. He's working on me. <laughs> He's still working on me. to Make me what I ought to be. Never heard that? I have. Took him just a week to make the moon and the stars. The sun and the earth and Jupiter and Mars. I think I inverted moon and sun, but oh well. How lovely great. and patient he must be. He's still working on me. Golly, if we got any perfect pitch listeners, brag on me. Because that was rock freaking solid. <laughs> yeah, and Covey says you're a terrible singer. Yeah, she's Well, Covey, listen to this. What? Am I supposed to sing again? No. Oh. She's supposed to listen to what you just did. She's she's mean to me. That's the voice. She's right a there. very small person with a very big attitude. Huge attitude. <laughs> she, uh, Daryl gets on her nerves, I think. Yeah, but he they're does. just alike. Yeah, they are. She don't know how much alike they are. <laughs> yeah. What's funny is, without Kobe, we'd have like s- three people in our youth group. Pretty much. She she just dragged a bunch of girls to church one time, and they yep. never left. They. They saw it. What was it? though? was it the lock-in when they all showed? up? It was up the, the lock-in. They showed up, and then, but the thing is, is, I think the lock-in was Kinsey's first time, but then, Kobe and Kinsey started bringing more people later, I think, but, oh yeah. Anyways, anyways, so, so what? Didn't have an immersion Sunday night, but it still was a banger. Oh, we got immersed, just not in the water. Speaking of immersion, put him on. Tell him he's on the pod. Hello. What are you doing? I'm recording a podcast. What are you doing? Are you really? Yeah, you're on the air right now. <laughs> <laughs> Caller number nine. <laughs> What's your request? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Let me let you go. I didn't mean to interrupt. All right, I'll call you later. That was Josh. Josh d Wire. I wasn't going to say his last name. My boo companion. Well, I'm like Josh. I feel like we've already said his last name. Actually. I'm sure we have. I'm like <laughs> Josh from Ninjas. I don't give a crap. Yeah. I I I, I try, less. but then I quit trying. They're going to be in Nashville August 3rd, I think. So on a Saturday. I think we Doing need to what? go. Doing what? I don't know. I, I, we need to go. I don't feel like we do. What? I mean, if we don't know where they're going to be, what they're going to be doing, and we're not guaranteed to like get to hang out for a minute. No, they're going to give out more details, but they oh. just they hinted that. I mean, it's still a while. August. I mean, yeah, maybe. But here's the problem about with me. I'm old. I wouldn't walk across the street to see Michael Jackson, Whatever, and dude. I love Whatever. Michael Jackson. And he's in heaven, so I can't see him anyway. I don't do things like that not not a terrible w- analogy. with the kids. I got to take the boys or I got to take the youth. I stay home. What was we talking about before Josh interrupts us? Oh, uh, how we immersion. were immersed without an immersion. What about that speaker Bobby brought in? Fire. Bro. She laid it down. She laid the smack down on us. And she could sing like an angel. Yeah. She's pretty good. I mean, not as good, good. as me, but she's yeah. pretty good. nowhere near as good as you, but yeah, I mean, come she'll on. make it probably. She'll probably make it. She'll probably make I it. I'll give her a few pointers. Yeah. What well, What would be the pointers that you give her? I'd probably sing her a song mm-hmm. and be like, just try to do that. Yeah. That makes the most sense. Yeah. I can I see that going over pretty well. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. I'm reminding myself of TC, and I don't like it. Why? Because he says weird things like that, but he don't just say it once. He says it like nine times in a conversation. We got to get him back on because I've got to hear a Mormon story. And I don't talk to TC very often, so I'm going to have to get him back on the pod just to hear a story. Sounds like a good idea. Maybe we can not laugh as much as the first time. I haven't listened to it. In a long I time. Know, I need to go back I mean, and listen to it because <laughs> that was a train wreck. That's guaranteed to give me a laugh. That one in the collab. train wreck. I uh, laughed like a banshee. Well, anything exciting? Happened to you lately? Let me think. No, not to me. But a friend of mine at Sunday night. Last Sunday night at the Immersion, testified this Sunday night at church. Oh. Oh, yeah. That he was healed of Alpha Gal. Of Alpha Gal. Hey, Alpha Gal, you suck. You suck, Alpha Gal. The devil's a liar, and you suck. Yeah, pretty much. No, all much. Yeah, ugly much. Yeah. Stupid much. I mean, a crap ton much. Yeah, that's right. Devil. So, the enemy has been defeated. Grave couldn't hold me down. I'm in the singing mood. I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> not a bad mood. I'm not in like a giddy mood, but I'm in the singing mood. What's yeah. that What's that say? don't know. You're full of the spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <sighs> Here we go. Anyways, healing number two of Alpha Gal. Yeah, more to come. Two of many more. Yes, for sure. So if you have Alpha Gal, here would be my suggestion. Get in the water, wherever <laughs> you raise at. Raise your IQ a little and do the obvious <laughs> yeah. thing and get in the dang water. Just ask Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a pattern developing here. Yeah, seems like <laughs> it. you want to be another statistic or do you want to be a Jesus statistic? Mm. I mean, come on. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's simple again. math to me. If I had Alpha Girl, I'd be up in there. If I had anything, around. I'd be up in there drinking it, maybe. You ain't got nothing. Not right now. <laughs> Cause I done got in. That's right. <laughs> now, he doing it. He doing Won't it. While he do it. While well, he do it. Come on. So anyway, <laughs> I'm proud of that guy for Yeah. Taking I, and leap I of went faith. to school with that guy. Never in a million years would I think that I would see him. At, Bethel Irish Ministries on no, a Sunday night. me either. And Never. I've, I've known him since he was born. I held him when he was a baby. Been to church with him a large percentage of his life. This ain't his cup of tea. But he come in here Sunday night, got healed, came back Wednesday night for Bible study, and then came <laughs> yeah. back the next Sunday night to testify. So and now we're be, praying healing's over his baby. That's right. And it's going to happen. That's right. Come on. Come on. We did name this one. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I'm just, uh, I'm proud. Oh, I was going to say, I was I'm proud of him for taking a leap of faith out of his comfort zone. It'll pay, It'll pay off. off. Yeah. Show thing. So, chicken wine. Me and Keith talked on the phone this morning and yesterday morning. For like, I don't know, an hour and a half or something. About what? Just Bible stuff and sheep. Of course, we always got to talk about sheep. Yeah, but he said something had me going a while ago. I was reeling about it the rest of the day, and now I can't. Now I can't remember what it was, but it was something good. I'll remember it later, maybe. Oh, Keith is a silent but deadly. Here come in him clutch and my dad. Man. Are yeah, shoot from the hip. Yeah, and it is always always on, on target. target. Yep. Oh, we didn't have Pat back on because. We do. It's been while. I love that guy. He was episode first three. first guest. Reunion. First guest. Reunion time. I don't know where Ray, he didn't, I mean, he never. I talked to him. Oh, what he I was actually talking to him just now. He said that it's the worst possible time for him because ABA tournaments and everything. Oh, really? But that he wanted to do it. Just We'll just have to wait. Speaking of tournaments. Stars line up. All right. What about the volleyball? That's messed up. Listen, I don't have any details. All it's not. See, it It is messed up because. Everybody loves a good Lee, tournament. Lee, I'm calling you out. Everybody loves a good <laughs> tournament. But at the same time, it does sound kind of cool and like a good time. Well, yeah, but we can have the tournament and have a cool, good time. <laughs> I don't, I don't, it just kind of confuse me why they're not. I had a tournament. desire to come in second this year. Me too. Because we're <laughs> not winning. We ain't winning. Uh, the other Bethel team didn't even have their best player and, and they st- beat us. Yeah. So is Katie their best player? Uh, I would say so. Really? Yes. I mean, I don't know. I would say so. I'm not. I mean, most athletic. I don't know if I would go that far, but best player on board. Who bar? is the most athletic player on there? I don't even know who's on there. I would say Lucas. Team. Lucas, of course. He probably. runs 97 miles a day. Oh, I never lose. But, you ever watched Three Ninjas when you were a kid? No. Really? That's a shame. You should go back and watch them. There's four of them. And they get progressively worse. But the first one is a classic. Yeah. My kids love it. And I loved it when I was a kid. Oh. I watched it all the time. Well, He's getting ready to shoot the main guy, the bad guy is. It's a karate movie, like a kid movie. But yeah. And they get ready to shoot him. And he said, oh, I'd never lose. Then the FBI shoots him. <laughs> and then he loses. And he loses, baby. Reminds me of the devil. Idiot. <laughs> what a dummy. <laughs> I heard Damon say today on the newest one he put out, I can't remember verbatim what he said, but he's like, I could take you to a bunch of different scripture and tell you how you give the devil credit for things he has nothing to do with. Yeah. And he said, the only power the devil has is what you, the power, the authority you have, and then you just lay it around. That's what I've been trying to tell that to everybody. Yeah. He's the father of lies. Yeah, and so therefore we tell ourselves lies, so we allow him to do his job. Yeah, when he's already been fired, <laughs> we're stupid. We're like, we're I, like trying to get him back in the position. We're like, all right, hey, he's good, he's good, and then yeah. we were like, and then it J- be like Jesus is like, I already fired him once. <laughs> I can't keep firing. What him. are you Listen, doing? Like- It'd be like if he was a cashier at Kmart and you worked there, and then they fired him and took his key. And you were walking to your car that night after work and you just kept throwing your key on the ground and he's like standing around the corner like, oh, I'm going to get that key. (laughs) (laughs) You wake up, you go back to work, open the door. There he is in Kmart. How'd you get in there? (laughs) Found a key in the parking lot? (laughs) 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 Well, uh, we're calling the police and you're being escorted out of here. And then same story the next day. Yeah. (laughs) So stupid. We are stupid. And he's stupid. He is stupid. Is there another pair of headphones in there? El Diablo, yeah. All right. There's a pair on Daryl's bass and a pair on the piano. I would get Daryl's bass because the piano ones are aggravating to get out. You just keep talking. You know what? I'm just going to keep talking. Wonder what I should talk about. Well, this is scary. I've never been. I've never had to do a podcast by myself before. He's not going to have any idea what I've said until he listens back to it. So I should tell a story about him. I can't think of any. He's a pretty cool guy. I'd like to trash him, but I can't. I hear him coming. Hey, buddy. He's back. That is a really long cord on that pair of headphones. Baby Peyton is back. Baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Oh, you can have it. Here's one for you. Let me hear it. R is among the most menacing of sounds. Huh? R? Yeah, tell me who said that. This what is do you a, mean, R? This is a quote. The letter R is among the most menacing of sounds. The menacing? Most menacing? That's why it's called murder and not muck duck. No idea. And you want me to tell you what? I want you who, to tell me who said that. Who told it's me a this? a quote. It's a... Show quote or movie show quote. quote. Um, give me a hint. Well, what do I always quote? One Nacho Libre, not that one. Um, give me another hint. Are you serious? The show I quote on every episode and every day of my life. Well, I mean, last episode you quoted a uh, Nathan's favorite movie. Yeah. Big Lebowski. Alright, I give up. The Office. Oh. It's Dwight K. Schrute. <laughs> That's not a movie. I said Or Show. Oh. I didn't hear that part. Wow. I wasn't listening properly. You want me to tell you what'll test your manhood? Tell me. Alright, go out in the woods with an axe. Okay. And find you a tree Yeah. that is as big across as you are. So, you know, 24 inches, 20 inches, 24 inches. Yeah. And cut that sucker to the ground. I'm going to tell you something right now. It's harder than you think. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I have done I it. This, I did it Sunday between church services. Why? Because the boys, I so the boys have a hatchet. Yeah. They've, I've got a hatchet when they were little. I thought it was a good idea. They play with it all the time. And they're like, hey, dad, let's go actually cut a tree down. Because they were like cut the bark off my firewood and stuff they're like let's go cut a tree down i'm like all right so i grab my axe and we walk out in the backyard and like into the woods a little bit and they start cutting on these little three four inch saplings and i cut like four or five of them down and they're like oh that's cool i'm gonna cut one down and they do it you know they work on it forever and barely put a dent in the (laughs) bark well then there's this big old tree right there and it's leaning so i figure, well i don't have to worry about it falling like the wrong way or nothing i'll just they'll go play in the woods and i'll cut this tree down no good reason just wanted to so i start whacking on that sucker and about three hours later my hands like my calluses have calluses (laughs) (laughs) it's uh it's way harder than it looks sounds hard so so i think you should try it i'll try it i'll give it a try Speaking of chopping trees down, you gotta go to the bathroom. No, no, I ain't got no, I ain't got to spit out any logs or nothing. All right, but uh, speaking of chopping trees down, another youth rally March 8th. Yeah, why are we doing it on a Friday this time? I don't know, but I'm happy we are. Are you one? It gives us a break between Saturday night straight to Sunday morning. Yeah. So now we go, we are able to sleep in the next day. Do we ever get to sleep no. in on Sunday morning? No. no. We, don't. we yeah, have so, be here at 8. So therefore, I'm happy that it's on a Friday night. I mean, until, I don't care. I feel like people are more likely to come on a Friday night than a Saturday night. Because Saturday night, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. Harley had the foresight To know that Saturday, I don't know that this is true, but it wouldn't surprise me, was some kind of major sporting event. And Friday wasn't. Like the basketball tournament or something, which I actually think is this weekend. Or at least, the youth rally isn't this weekend, it's next, right? Yeah. So I'm saying it's coming up. Yeah. So I'm saying is, oh. You know who the speaker is? Jordan? Yeah. That's going to be cool. It's going to be killer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about that. The girl Jordan? Girl Jordan. <clears throat> Hannah's birthday is Wednesday. The What's that mean? I don't know. Maybe we should sing her happy birthday. Alright. What style? <laughs> Oh happy birthday to you! Oh happy birthday to you! Every day of the year, may you feel Jesus near. Oh happy birthday to you! Oh happy birthday to you! Oh, birthday to you. And the best you Happy birthday! <laughs> <On this. laughs> <laughs> Sweetie. did you just say your highness <laughs> no I was gonna say you should have wait till <laughs> I tell you what I called autumn the other day <laughs> just aggravating <laughs> <Zach> her <clears throat> so happy birthday Hannah yep um you're another year older yep another year closer to. I don't being, know about you but I'm feeling 42. Never heard it. It's a Taylor Swift song. That's why I haven't ever heard it. <laughs> I hate three people right Whoa. now. Whoa. And when I say hate, Whoa. I don't mean that. Whoa. But their names are Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, word. and Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so funny, all the people who now hate the Chiefs because <laughs> Kelsey's date, Taylor Swift, are like... I mean, it's a great reason. I know that she's... Kind of like been a distraction, but why would you abandon an entire franchise over one person? <laughs> yeah, but no, I have no disrespect for Taylor Swift, but she's never had one song in her whole life that I enjoyed, so I don't have any respect. I have she's respect over, for her she's money. She's overrated. I like to have. But some I, of I did that hear cheddar. something interesting. Okay. I heard a worship leader say that she's that they are tired of people hating on Taylor Swift. And people like Taylor Swift, he said, and she said, because what if, like, what if the Lord got a hold of those people? What, and, because Taylor Swift is probably the most influential person in the world right now. And the richest woman in the world. Yeah. And so, she said, I pray for her, and I don't like how people give her flack because guess what she's only musically talented because god gave her the musical musical talent that she has and she said maybe we need to start praying for her to get up, get on fire for god and start going for god it wouldn't surprise me this tiny bit much if i got up in the morning and y'all was all blowing my phone up and i turned on the news and taylor swift was preaching the gospel it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me a bit because the stuff i've seen the last few months and I know, like, Justin Bieber, he... Justin who? Justin Bieber. I've never heard of him. Just kidding. Okay. Is it too late now to say sorry? Because <laughs> okay. I'm missing more than just, just your, your body. body. I actually love that song. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, to admit that. Anyways, um, he's had, like, phases, though. Oh, he, he seems like, phases. oh my goodness, he's a Christian. And then the next day, <laughs> I got <hate> God. <laughs> yeah. Him and Kanye's out there trying to burn <laughs> yeah. a church down. <laughs> <laughs> he's singing with Chandler Moore one night, so, trying to burn a church he, down the so, so, I don't know. I have, I'm very, um, what's the word? Skeptical? Skeptical, and I try to have the best discernment. I can have when celebrities start to say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a Christian right now. Yeah, but how do we even get here? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm but so, I like it. I'm so lost. <clears throat> oh, Hannah's birthday. But before that, we were talking about, what were we talking Travis about? Travis Kelsey and Swift. No, we used to get talked about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift because Hannah's turning 22 and oh, we sang, or I sang, sang. Yeah, 22. I don't know how we got I think there. we were talking about Jordan, Girl Jordan. Yeah, we were. Girl Jordan. Wow, that was a – we got way off. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> so what did you have to say about Girl Jordan? Oh, no, you had to say. I was going to say the boy Jordan had a armful of books when he came in Sunday night. I mean, he's always got one or two, but he had like four or five books. I want to know where he's getting these. Well, one of them he borrowed from Papaw Van. So I grabbed it and I'm like, dang, Jordan, that's a big old book. He said, Well, I'll borrow it from Powell Van. I'm returning it. And he said, I need your cell phone number. <laughs> so I said, Deal. well, that- No problem. So I texted, I got his number, texted my number. Well, then he texted me. This, this was Sunday and he texted me all day. So this must have been Sunday morning, not Sunday night. And uh, so I put him in my phone as the boy Jordan. And then I had to change Jordan's number name to the girl Jordan. So now I have because they're both Jordan darty, so Nice. I had to. Oh, last name. Last, <laughs> last name bomb. <laughs> sorry, girl Jordan. Yeah, sorry, the girl Jordan. Who cares? Who cares? Pierce will protect you. Yeah, the hundred and fifty people you go to church to are hearing this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Like I was wondering what her last name was. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. You want to hear a funny story? Uh, yeah, <laughs> about girl Jordan. Sure. So we're doing our like our wedding stuff and doing our rehearsal dinner and all that. And my buddy Jacob Clark. Ah, uh-huh, last Gosh. thing. <laughs> it's just natural. It really is. Uh, no, I can't my buddy Jacob. He was uh he was my best man, and you know Jordan, she's a very, and I say this in a good way. A outspoken? very powerful, oh. boisterous woman. Yeah, she just is. That's just the way Jordan already is. And I didn't. I mean, even when I first met girl Jordan, I was. She kind of intimidated me just yeah. a little bit. She chewed me out the very step first time I ever met her. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, anyways, she. You know, we're trying to get this thing down. Our walk into the entrance or whatever, coming into the. Um, what's the thing after the ceremony? The wedding part, uh, bachelor party. I have no. no idea. What is that? It's the ceremony and then the after party. After, well, let's call. I it, know what you're saying. Yes, but I can't. Think let's of call. It, it. Let's call it the after party. We're we're trying to get down our insurance into the after party. Well, Jacob is. I don't know. She's Jordan. Let's short story. Jordan starts telling people what to do. Surely, girl, not. Jordan. Way. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, anyways, the next day, me and all the, the guys, we stay at Elijah Knight's house. And the next morning, we go to Seabree Dairy Bar to oh, get some food. Nice. Anyways, we're sitting there eating, and Jacob goes, who's that Who's that one girl? And he said, she's, she's kind of mean. She goes, I hate for whoever's walking with her. <laughs> and Elijah goes, Elijah Christian was walking with her. His he <laughs> sister-in-law. Yeah, he raised his hand. He goes. And Jacob was like, "Man, sorry for you." And uh, he goes, "Yeah, that's my sister-in-law." And Jacob looks at him. You know, you would think Jacob be like, "Oh man, my bad, didn't mean to do that." And he just looks at Elijah and goes, "I'm sorry for you, even more than what I was before." <laughs> <laughs> and I just started dying laughing because I know majority of the people that have first interactions with Jordan Darty are those types of interactions. Well, she's never met a stranger. And so the first time she starts talking to you, she's going to talk to you just like she has. She's yeah, going yeah, to yeah, it yeah. every other time. And so she, you're just like, whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, we really need to have her on. Yeah, we do. That'd be killer. She's school, all y'all fools. And let her to pick the topic. Because I feel well, like she's going to run this thing. Yeah. So you might as well just let her have it. Um, Actually, we could just tell her to show up early for church one day, come in here and turn the stuff on Got, <laughs> and do her own. Do an hour and a half and let us know how it goes. <laughs> we could do it on like a. We could do it on a Sunday. We probably tour. have to for her. Yeah, so she wouldn't ever have to come over. But anyways. That would be good. I asked Seth the other day. He came early Wednesday. I was here. And he goes, he said something about a podcast. And it just made me think. Well, maybe he to it. I said, have you listened to the latest episode? And he goes. You have a podcast? No, no. <laughs> I said, have you listened to the podcast? And he goes, the latest episode? Which makes me think, Yeah. He's listened to the podcast and he's hasn't got to listen or he's yeah. been listening or something. Yeah. He goes, "I go, yeah, or any of it." And he goes, "No, <laughs> what a jerk." I know. So I'm like, "So you led me to believe that you had, and you just wanted me to stop asking questions is what the deal was, pretty much." Yeah, <laughs> and that's just Seth. He's a nut. Ugh. Maybe the biggest nut I've ever oh, met. Oh, most in my definitely life. the biggest nut. And the thing is, is Ansley is just like him. I don't know about just like, but she's one of the weirdest people that I've ever met, just like that. <laughs> and I tell her that very I often. I want to get her on here, too. Just her, no Elijah. Yeah. Just to see what she'll, what <laughs> yeah. she'll come out with. But Because um, if she we be have Elijah, like, he'll just talk the whole time. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I want to ask her how she felt that morning she woke up and saw him standing there naked with his poopy sheets. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, I made the wrong decision. Wait, are you going to do this more often? Uh, Is it too late to have this annulled? (laughs) Like when I envisioned my husband, I never pictured him holding poopy sheets. Pasty white ripping poopy sheets off the bed. He's as white as my Sonic cup. Oh, shoot. He's as white as the pages in my Bible. Yeah, that's funny. But man, he can play a guitar. Yeah, he can. It makes <laughs> up for all the poop. Yeah. Just wash your hands before you come to church, yeah. Elijah. Oh, we love you, Elijah. hmm Floater. hmm Well, what are we talking about today? Worship. Worship you, I live. To, to worship, worship you, you, I live. I live
1: to, to worship,
0: worship you. you. We need to throw that in on one of our other songs. Cause it's not long enough to do it by. Well, decide. if you've heard the Maverick City version, it is longer enough. Cause oh, they add longer enough. S- <laughs> is it a I'm, mashup? Um, wait. I'm very thankful that y'all have me first on your podcast. <laughs> podcasts, yeah. Oh, that was funny. Pat, um, I mean, Pat. No, Just it is. Pat, no last name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. No, it. They do. Everything is yours. It's like a me- It is oh, top, Check membership. it out for sure. You need to because it is really good. Um, but, anyways, we'll talk about worship Let's today. Let's talk about worship, bud. One, because we don't know what topic to talk about. And we can easily talk about worship for 30 plus minutes. Because it's what we do for. Li- <laughs> it's kind of a living, and we don't get paid for it except for the by the presence of Jesus, Hallelujah. which is enough. Hallelujah. Preacher, preacher. No, we come in here two hours before church starts on Sunday mornings, and practice, and then we spend two hours worshiping, and then we come back and spend two hours worshiping. <laughs> yeah, we do it a lot. We do it a lot, and um, we live a lifestyle of worship. Hello, uh, come on, come on, come on. Right, to fill us in. What are you going to talk about specifically? So, what type of worship is the right worship? Question mark. Is there a type? Is there a right type of worship? I'm saying this rhetorically. True because worship, and uh, there's a time coming when people will worship in spirit and truth. Yeah, that's true worship. You won't worship me on this mountain yeah. or in Jerusalem, right? <clears throat> I just say that. I, that was kind of rhetorical. I don't believe there's a w- right. I do believe there's a right way to worship. Action wise, there's not a right way to worship. I guess that, if that makes sense. I think your heart, there's a true way to worship Him with inside and how you live your life, but the action of how you're choosing to express your worship is up to you, I would say. Yeah. But I think there's people that say there's a right and wrong way to worship, which, doesn't make sense to me. <clears throat> Your dad laid it out one time when he talked up in front of the church about everybody. Not everybody, but a few people wanting him to come up front. Yeah. And he came up there and was in the mic. Like, Pro Steve asked him to pray at yeah. the service. And, man, that was one of my favorite. I think I know what you're talking about. That was before we had him on the podcast. Yes. And that was when he was he was going. He wasn't going through something. He was going through something with God yeah. as in. God was just speaking to him a lot. But yeah. And he said some of the most profound things. And I, that was one of my favorite moments I've ever had in church. And he didn't talk, but for two minutes. I remember what he talked about. He, because he's told me this, he thinks it's, he's always thought it was silly for people to be like, oh, you need to come up front to worship. You need to come up front to worship because it's better up there. And he's, he's always been confused by that. And so am I. I, I'm i not confused by it anymore. It's just the th- what people were raised up in. So I know that that's not really what they are meaning by it, but they're just been taught that their life. But anyways, he was telling the story of when they were in the courts or something and or on the outer skirts of the camp when the fire of the Lord went around or something. It burned up everything that was outside, but the people that were close remained. And he said, "There's something about that being close." And he said, "I'm not saying that we need to be up front to worship, but in our hearts and in our in our daily lives, we need to be close to Him as close as we can get. Maybe, maybe yeah. that's what you're saying." But yeah, pretty much. Anyways, well, when I told you worship, what did you think I was going to talk about for the topic or whatever? Did you have any idea what you think I was going to hit? I mean, not really until you told me. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you're right. But, no, I didn't. I figured there was more detail coming after that, so I didn't think much about it. Yeah. I think worship, effective, because I think you've used this word effective worship before, and I think Catherine told me, I think she might have told you that she said she didn't know how she felt about you using the word effective worship. Like, what is effective worship? I said mean? effective worship. I think so. Like, at one of maybe our second episode or third episode with that oh, okay. before she came on. I don't on. like that either. So, if I said it, that well, a bad choice of words. I, I don't know if it is, though. I th- effective worship. Meaning it's accomplishing what it's supposed to? Yes. Do you not think that there is such thing as effective worship? I'm not saying as in, well, what were you going to say? You just said worship is, what'd you say? Worship is worship. There's no wrong way to worship. But is there an effective way to worship? Well, if there's not a wrong way, there probably can't be a right way. I think there is a right way. Well, then there's got to be a wrong way. But I don't think there's a, well, I guess there is a right and wrong way. But I'm talking about the expression of your worship. There can't be a right or wrong way. That's right. But there is a goal for our worship, right? Lift up the name of Jesus. And glorify Him. Yeah. And give Him what He's worth. So I would say that there is an effective effective worship. Okay. And I would say, and this is just me personally going from through the years, throughout the years of, you know, going from really not engaged in worship at all, could care less about being in church. Didn't want to be there. Went there for the youth. Went there to play basketball. And then finally coming full circle to being addicted into some stuff. And <clears throat> I don't know why I scooted that germix out of the way, but I did. Um, being caught in stuff and then feeling the draw of Jesus because I needed some type of change, needed some help. And then finally coming to where I am today where I can't stop worshiping. I feel as if they're. Hmm. You could really. This conversation with the right and wrong and effective and non effective, it could get sticky pretty fast. But it does make good for talk. Yeah. Let's do it. So you don't. So do you think there's a right and wrong yeah, and probably, effective and probably to some degree. Yeah. I think there is to some degree not into the degree of we come to church in the morning and let's just say service is really good to some people, but we didn't get out of our pews and therefore we didn't worship. We didn't have a good service that people that see that, I think that they say, well, that wasn't effective. We didn't reach the goal. And I think that is wrong. You don't look at something through our actions or emotions because worship, to me, isn't an action or emotion. We just express our worship that's happening within us through our emotions and through our actions. Right. And so I think whatever's happening inside, I think there's an effective way and a right way to go about it, I would say. But maybe but maybe not. It's almost like, I feel like it almost sounds like the works conversation. Like there's a, the, you know, we work not because we try to work. We just work because it just happens because we're following Jesus. It's a secondary consequence. Yeah. And so I feel like that is kind of how worship works maybe. Like I feel like I'm to the point where I don't have to, Put any effort into worshiping, almost. And I don't know, my brain's starting to hurt. I'm saying a lot of things. Now this is why. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Worship is a topic that you could talk about forever and never get anywhere. And put it into segments. And yeah. So what do you want to talk about today? Let's maybe. Well, I thought we were going to talk about the specific story. The John yeah. The John twelve. Is that where you got it all? Well John that's 12? the types of worship that yeah. I came up so with. So why don't you lay that out for us? So John twelve. We're doing this Lent thing where I guess we're I don't know, practicing Catholicism. I don't know what we're doing. What? <laughs> what are we doing with all those scriptures and stuff? You'd have to ask Lucas. I don't know. Lucas Sal, but... wanted to be a Catholic for a couple months <laughs> and this is where we're at. And I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna just be pretty open. At first I was I didn't do the Ash Wednesday, but I well, just, I didn't know anything about it. I don't know how everybody else knew about it. Because um, well, I didn't see it on the group. They posted on group. But. I didn't see it. Well, yeah. anyway, so we came in, and everybody's got black on their heads. And I'm like, well, I don't have any black on my head. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to put black on my head. I didn't know about head. it. But anyways, um, oh. chapter we he, Lucas is putting out these scriptures for the week, and it's just supposed to help people during Lent or whatever. If anybody's practicing and just words of encouragement, take a 30 minutes of your day, pray and read the scriptures and go on about your day, I guess, or whatever. Well, anyways, I'm having trouble just figuring out what, like, what to study and where to study. And because I hear people going, you know, going through devotionals and stuff and going through plans. And I'm just like, I can't find nothing. So I was just sitting there in my truck and I was kind of getting angry because I hadn't read in a while. and. uh thought of the scriptures Lucas posted. And I said, hey, might as well go look at them, see if... Well, anyways, it was John 12. Went to John 12 and started reading. And the first verse says, Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, which he had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. If you've listened to this podcast Enough, you've heard me mention a song called Make Me a Bethany. And so immediately I was triggered in a good way. And I was like, oh, this is about to get good. If any time Jesus is going to Bethany, I feel like there's a reason and it's about to get good. Well, anyways, verse 2. There they made him a supper. So they'd already prepared a place for Jesus to be. And Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. Then took Mary a pound of ointment and spikenard, very costly and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair and the house was filled with the odor of ointment. I have not done, we'll, we'll get to that, but anyways, so I was reading it and you know, I'm not going to say the Lord spoke to me because I'm dealing with that really bad internally after I heard a lady talk and how she said that she communicated with the Lord because I've always, one, been confused about that, of how people hear the way that they speak that they hear, and then I desire that, and I don't. It doesn't happen to me, and so, one, I get frustrated, and two, I get confused because I'm like, bro. Like the other day when I was running, and I testified or whatever, whatever I did at church the other night. I just looked up at the clouds and I looked, I felt like I was just looking right at God. And I was like, bro, why don't you just say something? <laughs> like, like this could all be over if you just say, sup, Peyton, that's all I want. But it didn't happen. I even gave him like, I'm not going to lie, I got a little bit bold in myself. And I was just, I told him, I said, listen, 30 seconds and I'm going to start running again. Thirty seconds went by. Didn't hear him. Started running. So I don't know if that's the right way to go about it, but I'm gonna keep going. I don't on. know either, but I like it. But, <laughs> and I told Elijah, Christian. I told him I said, I said, I don't know. I feel like if I hear the voice of God that I'm just gonna I'm gonna do nothing but fall to the ground and just start crying as loud as I possibly can. And Elijah said, Maybe that's why he's not speaking you into Speaking to you in that way because he knows, hey, I'm going to try and communicate with you, but I can't communicate with you if you're just sitting there crying. No, you were on the bridge <laughs> running, and you're like, speak to me. And he speaks, and you pass out, and you fall over <laughs> yeah. the bridge. That's why he didn't talk to you right then. But anyway. Fall over in traffic. But anyways, I, I, uh, I don't know if the Holy Spirit just gave me gave me this or whatever, but I noticed – I just felt as if if it showed three different types of worship and maybe the three main types of worship we have or I don't know if these are the types or types of expression. I don't know. I feel like it's types maybe. Categories. Categories of worship. But I I have the three categories of worship is a servant type worship, a soaking type worship and a pour pouring, pouring out type worship. And I got that because it says, I, kn- I hadn't seen this before, but there they made him a supper. I kind of like that. I don't know why. It makes me feel as if they already had him a place prepared before he got there. Kind of like how we come and pray. And I know um I know some people say, you know, he's already there and, you know, why do we have to do anything extra? But I don't think we're doing anything extra. It's just, I don't know. I think it's just the obedience of letting him know, hey, I'm ready to experience you in the fullness of your glory. But anyways, it says Martha served. And, you know, we know the story of Martha and Mary. Martha running around like a chicken with her head cut off, trying to get things ready for Jesus. And Mary's at the feet. And just like, look, Martha. Look, Martha. Listen, Martha. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to worry about these things. Mary found the good thing. But anyways. There's a type of worship, Martha. She served, and I wrote down. I'll just read y'all my notes that I got from studying earlier this week, and it says, "Saying yes to God, being a Martha in all situations, being obedient while serving. This is needful, or things would not get done." John twelve two. They made him a supper. Someone had to serve him that supper, and it was Martha. Martha chose to took the role of the servant. And that's worship. Not all, and I think people get worship mixed up in music, and it has to be involved with music. It has to be involved with singing, but it's not. Worship is the lifestyle, and that's why I think praise and worship are two different things because I think when music and singing is happening, it's praise more so, but that's a category of worship or type of worship. Again, like I said, Worship is such a sticky conversation sometimes because you can go so many ways. Um, but anyways, that's the first type of worship that I found in this three-verse, four-verse reading um, is a servant. Second is the soaking. And I put, personally, I feel as if one of the easier types, it doesn't take much effort, just takes concentration. And I think concentration because I've been in prayer and reading and I've been so, I've it's just a soaking. I'm just there to be in the presence of God and pray. And sometimes I feel so far from him even though I'm right next to him. I feel so far and I think it's just sometimes I catch my think myself thinking about things that doesn't even matter. <laughs> like it's just weird. Sometimes I'll be thinking about just random stuff and I'll catch myself and I'm just I think and I'm why am I thinking about that right now? And I'm like what's up, God? Here we are again, take two. (laughs) And so, personally, I think it's easy, but also takes concentration. Blocking out all other uh, noises and focusing on the one true king. Sitting at the table. And I pictured this as Jesus and Lazarus are at the table making (laughs) your mom jokes or something. Just like being goofy friends. Like, because I think Jesus enjoyed his life, and he enjoyed the people he was around. That's why he went to Bethany. That's why Bethany, I feel, is, is super important to me, because I want to be made a Bethany where Jesus feels comfortable coming, and he knows he's going to be loved. He knows he's going to be—all the attention will be on him, and he knows he'll be worshipped. And so um, I see him and Lazarus at the table cracking jokes. Um And in John 12, 2, it also goes on to say, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. So he's just in the presence. And then the last but not least, I found that the pouring type of worship. And I said sometimes this is a hard hard just because I feel as if it is very submissive type worship and might be a, a very vulnerable spot that we put ourselves in. And I say that because... I've always felt a draw to the altar when I never wanted to worship. And I just felt as if if I go to the altar, people are going to look at me in a weird way. And I think it pouring out pouring is a very hard spot because it's easy. Which I I guess serve serving is kind of hard, too. If you really think about it, saying yes to go serve somewhere. I mean, that's just as hard. But pouring rather than jumping up, it's easy to jump up. And scream and yell when everybody's jumping up and screaming but when everybody's just in their own thing it's sometimes it's hard to just get so lost in his presence that you're just out on the floor which it's come second nature to most of us now but and just knowing that you have zero control and all the control is his and everything that you have is his and you're there just to give it back to him i don't know i just feel fleshly we always want to be in control and we always want it to be mine, 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 and then when you realize that it's not mine, 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 it's his, sometimes I feel like it's hard to give it up, and for me, it was, you know, when I was addicted to pornography, I didn't want to confess to him that I was addicted to pornography, but I think that's what he was waiting for me to do the entire time, was just to be giving it to him, rather than saying, sorry, don't, don't kill me, but then holding on to it at the same time. I was kind of like lying to him, I guess. I was lying to God when he already knew everything. And but I don't know, it was a vulnerable spot, withholding nothing and pouring it all out on Jesus and possibly losing everything and gaining everything at the same time. John 12:3 says, "Then Mary showed us the type of worship that I personally is the most gratifying type of worship." Sorry, Josh Dwyer. I just talked for a really long time. Is that recording? I hope so. Because it doesn't, I don't know what it's supposed to look like, but it's not moving, so. It is recording. The time is still going. No, that's good. I've never even considered that. Did you go into the other Gospels and read this account? No. All right, so it gets hairy. Really? Oh, it gets hairy. Hairy, like in a good way or a bad way? No, in a bad way. Oh, really? Snap. I mean, I don't know if it's bad or not, but... So John 12 talks about it, Luke 7, Matthew 26, and Mark 14. Let's read them. John 12 and Matthew 26 seem to be the same story. Mark 14, everything I've seen online said was the same story, but it doesn't seem like the same story to me. Really, And then Luke 7 is almost definitely different account possibly the same Mary of the different alabaster box yeah see I was thinking about that yep so there's so there's at least two accounts of a woman washing Jesus feet with her hair with her whole hmm <clears throat> two we know that it was Mary, Mary the sister of Lazarus yes in two of those accounts in one of them we don't know yeah or I can't tell based on the storyline and the and names and stuff because they're in a whole different place. And then the fourth one seems to be an entire different story, an entire different time in an entire different city, and possibly the same Mary. <laughs> so if that's true, or, and we're assuming this is Mary Magdalene, uh-huh. because it seems like in the one that doesn't match the rest of them, it seems like it's Mary Magdalene. Yeah. And a lot of the research I did said we can't positively verify it, but we're pretty sure Mary Magdalene is Lazarus' sister. That that Mary. Yeah. So if this is the same chick, two different occasions, possibly three, Uh two different situations, she's just following him around. (laughs) Pouring it out. (laughs) Pouring it all on him wherever he goes. (laughs) And I'm leaning towards that's how it is because that sounds just like you. That is awesome. Yeah. So. I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, I don't know if it adds much to the story because we can't verify a whole lot of it, but uh, that's pretty cool, I think. Yeah. But, yeah, really cool. I've never even read that. You know, Mary gets all the attention Uh in this story and Martha gets all the hate or the shade thrown at her. Yeah. And then you never even think about Lazarus, but he's nope. just hanging out. <laughs> he's just chilling. Chilling with Jesus, which is my favorite thing in the world to yeah, do. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But also, we serve a lot. You know, me, you, everybody in this church pretty much. Yeah. We're always doing something. Pretty much everybody's connected in, or is plugged in at the church doing something yeah. sometimes. If you're not a Martha and you go to this church, well, you're probably a Martha <laughs> if you go to this church. But when it... Dang, lights go down at six thirty or six o'clock on a Sunday night. And we got a whole bunch of berries, and that's I and think. Then that's, Wednesday nights we got a whole bunch of Lazarus. Yeah, that's right, and that's <laughs> hey, that's really good. That is, good. and I think that's healthy. Yes, very. If healthy. this is painting a picture of three different types of worship, which to me, every time you read it, read it, you get a new yeah nugget. Every that's just the Bible for you. Yeah, and so if you got this nugget based on this you know, the Lord want you to see it at this time or whatever. I think he, I think that's really cool. And that's also a really good analogy. We spend time here, even outside of church serving. And, you know, they make food for people on the holidays and stuff and give out meals. And, you know, there's countless things the church does. Yeah, And then we come in here and marry it up during church. And then Wednesday nights, we Lazarus it up. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. I love it. And it's got to be. That's got to be healthy. If there are three ways to worship, then and we're doing all three on a regular basis, that's got to be healthy. It's got to be. I like it. <clears throat> also, went on to say is that the things that are similar in these three forms of worship is that, one, any type of... Whatever you're if you're being a servant, if you're being a soaker or if you're being a poorer then but the thing is is that with any of those three comes with some type of act of obedience to the spirit and to Jesus. you're being called in some way, you're being moved in some way, and you're obedient to wherever the spirit's going. I think that's important to know, and then also said, no matter. What type of worship we choose, all three, if done with the right heart posture, give glor- gives glorification and praise to Jesus. So, any type of, I mean, like I said, I'm trying to figure out how to say this, any, it's so hard to say that, I'm not trying to say that there's a right way of worship, what <laughs> I am saying there's a right, huh. there's a I don't maybe the motive there's a right motive Yeah, it definitely always comes back to for worship your intent <clears throat> it's the yeah. right you, you either have a right heart posture or you don't how about that I bet that, that I feel like that's the easiest way to put it without getting into other types of conversations and waters I like it but I would say if your motive is right then you're worshiping no matter what your expression looks like. Yeah. And to your dad's point, I've sat back there where he sits. I've sat in our pew where we sit all the way through worship and had just as powerful, uh, I want to say, just just as uh, sincere worship come out of me yeah for an hour or two hours at a time as I have standing up front with all the people who go up front, you know, so I, I guarantee that's a fact that it's all about the intent. I don't really get the up front thing, but I, don't even, I on just the need other space hand, I do get get it because at times it feels right. Yeah, I know. You can't just stay back there. You have you to move up front. I, don't, I feel but Other drawn. times I'm perfectly content to stay in exactly. my seat and have just as... Sometimes I'm up front and I'm, I start, I just feel myself. I'm, I don't want to be up here. Same. And I go back in my seat, I'm wrecked. Yep. Don't know why. Same. It's weird. I don't know why. So <laughs> it's just, it is weird. It's just, it's funny how. Like there are times I'm sitting back there or standing back there and I'm hey, like, take that knife off my throat. <laughs> don't kill me. And I'm like, I ain't feeling it. I'm going up front. Yeah. And then it, blow up (laughs) and there's times I'm like I ain't feeling it I'm going up front nothing nothing. could have stayed in my seat (laughs) it's so (laughs) I could have just stayed back there Yeah, so I don't know if that's on (laughs) on me or what I don't know I mean I'm feeling it too so it's gotta be something that we're connected to but uh I'm connected to the true vine I'm planted by the water I shall not be moved just like a tree planted by the living water. What aggravates me the most about people who talk about worship, or I guess the one thing that confuses me the most, and I think we kind of hit it with Catherine on the our worship or whatever we did with her, um, is the fact that sometimes which it hasn't been like this here lately, I feel like people are finally understanding who we're coming to worship. But in the past, for sure, one time you'll come in here one day and it's the roof, I mean, off, walls blown down, windows, what windows? I'm pretty sure we blew them out. Yep. And then the next day you come in here and, like Gus says, it's drier than cracker juice. Yeah. Why does that happen? I don't know. Is the motive not in the right you would, place? Would, you would think that out of 100, and 100 to 150 people, that all of us surely didn't come in here with our ground ill-prepared. The same service. I know. But I guess, it hap- I guess it happens that way. And it's just... And there are other times I'm convinced that a large majority of us came in with our ground ill-prepared, and he still wrecks Exactly. Us. It doesn't make sense. No. I don't understand. That's don't understand. one thing that I battle with the most is... Some nights, I'll just feel as if he's hugging me the whole service. And then another night, it's like me on the road. Bro, where you at? Yeah, you must be at community tonight because you ain't <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> no. He it's, ain't at community. It's weird. Not at night. They yeah. don't have church at night. I know. They're here. Well, wherever they are. But anyways, and then. If you came here for the answers. We don't have answers other a- than the fact that. We don't have answers. (laughs) I mean, we just typically try to point people to Jesus. Pretty much. And we're like, uh, if you got questions, ask (laughs) him. I can help you with... Yeah, we just gave you the guy who answers all, so don't ask us. Yeah. If you got the five most basic questions that's ever been asked, we can probably help. (laughs) you. Anything beyond that? No. Call Jordan Peterson. What is... Here's a good question. What is... I'm kind of getting close to in time. What is your top, your most, your number one ick or just thing that drives you crazy about how people go about worship? As in, mm-hmm. like what thing just drives you nuts? Worship specifically. Song service, phrase, service. Man, I don't know. Maybe tell me yours that way. I have a little context for how you're looking at uh me. Mine is I've heard people say this a lot, and it doesn't make sense because I come into worship as a worship leader. I've had to do this because Sunday mornings. For some reason, sometimes they're dry as crackers, and worshiping on a Sunday morning, leading worship on a Sunday morning, it's hard. It is really hard, especially. And I know we're not supposed to look at the congregation and like base our performance or what we're doing off of them, but it's hard to do that when you're the when you're the one that is set up supposedly to lead the worship, and nobody's worshiping. You're, I mean, you get discouraged pretty freaking fast. Yeah. So, anyways, I just came to the point where I said, then I'm done with the congregation. I'm done looking at y'all. I'm done catering to y'all. I'm done worrying about y'all. And people, I've had people say that that's the dumbest thing ever. And they completely disagree about me with, or they completely disagree with me about that. And I told them, and I'm like, well, if I don't do that, then I'm going to focus on them and I won't worship God myself. I had to do that. keep my eyes on him rather than the congregation and i think you know moses leading the people he had his eyes on god and god led him and then the people followed him so i think i heard rita springer that thing that some of the singers went to this question was kind of asked to her and she said i just try and make people jealous of how much how i worship god i try to make people see my worship and it was like i want that type of worship. i want to love god like that and i, I thought of that i was like that's pretty good like i'm gonna worship god the way i want to and maybe it provokes people to be hey, i i feel like i need to worship god like that and but it makes me irritated when people one say you need to pick songs that the congregation can sing or no and one I'm like, bro, we all went to school and there's words up behind mm-hmm. my face right read the screen and we're gonna sing it for thirty <laughs> minutes trust me you'll you'll catch you'll catch on eventually and two well, well that actually that's that's my that's my thing the song like how people base their worship and their service off of what songs we do. I despise that. It kills me. And I because I, one, I used to be there where if it was a song that I didn't like, nah. But now I'm to the point where I know what I'm coming here for. And yeah. it's not a song. But I will say, if you have your ground prepared, you can worship to Michael Jackson. hundred percent. But <clears throat> there are certain songs who that resonate. Yes. And therefore it that does make a difference. But you're right. If we're singing about Jesus, you should have this, you know, worship should come out of you. Yeah. And if it doesn't, it's not the song's fault. It's you're not, you weren't prepared. Yeah. And if you don't like the song and you don't know the song, guess what? One, start, sometimes I just sing my own song to the melody of whatever chords are being played. Or two, if you don't know, if you have a problem with the song, just start thinking about Jesus. And that should bring some type of praise out of your being that's right you're probably not studying on your own time because it's my experience you know i say you're probably that's not my place to say what you're doing but in my experience everybody who's listening you backsliders you're probably not even studying your bible (laughs) you don't even know jesus (laughs) in my (laughs) in my experience if i'm studying through the week not because I have to or because I owe it you know, that uh, religious... (laughs) You legalism piece of (laughs) crap. Yeah, but if I'm seeking after him and desiring him and reading, studying, praying, whatever that, whatever parts of that fits in with who you are, you know, then you will find things in that That draw worship out of you. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if it takes a killer service on a Sunday night and your favorite song, you know it's hard for me to believe you're doing any time with Jesus. Because any time I spend time with Jesus, it through the week, you know, intentionally. Oh, it it don't take much, and I can worship comes out of me uh, for seemingly no reason. You know what I'm saying? Because I read something in, just, who knows, probably not Jeremiah because I'm not in <laughs> Jeremiah, but wherever I'm at, <clears throat> and not Revelation. It has to be NT and within the Gospels and Romans. Hallelujah. <laughs> Mostly John and Romans. Yeah. If if I'm reading the John and Romans, something is going to strike me new that didn't strike yeah. me last time, and it's going to be like, oh, my God. Gosh, which was in my entire year of twenty twenty three in Romans eight, every time I read it, it was like he wrote this just for me I mean uh-huh. it it hit me something in there that hadn't hit me before would hit me this time, and i couldn't um I couldn't think about him without worship coming out of me, so it's really hard for me to believe because I know when I have an off service like that, I know that's what it is. I haven't. Prepared my ground. Yeah, which you know, whatever. We don't have to get into anything. "Quote unquote," but, my most famous message. Peyton's most famous message. <laughs> people don't know me by anything other than <laughs> "Is your ground prepared?" Hey, I'm glad that resonated with somebody, with a lot of people. Because usually, I feel like I'm just throwing rocks up against a wall. I uh, was. I <laughs> was money. I mean, money, but yeah, but that's what, I mean. That's what we got. That's what we got. I mean, like it or lump it. Yeah, like it or love it, Jack. Like it or love it. Is that what you said? No. You said lump it. Like it or lump it. Lump it? Yeah, it's a saying. Who's saying that? Everybody older than you. <laughs> well. You start hanging out with the old people. No, I'm good. I've like- already lost my hair, so... <laughs> I need to stay as young as possible. Next, you need a cane. Me and Mike had a good conversation after church Sunday night. What about? All miscellaneous things. <laughs> Golf. Kirk came. No, about Jesus. Oh, really? Kirk came up there and we was, we was busting his chops a little bit, but it was a good time. Oh, Mike needs. We need to get. Let Mike me hear. A li- let me hear a little bit of it. I don't know. I. It was all good, but he was, like, uh, Josh was, like, teasing him, saying something about works, and he said, oh, no, that ain't got nothing to do with it. And I was like, <laughs> yes, Mike is on my side. And Josh is smiling, and I'm like, get him, Mike. Get him. Cause this is, I'm the mediator. This See, is I mean, James. I need to have a talk with Josh about James because I think he's looking at it from a. I haven't talked to him, so I can't assume because I know what assuming does. Yeah, I do too. But from the from knowing Josh and hearing about James about Josh, I'm gonna have to sit him down, give him the old Andrew talk that I gave you. Thank you. Please do that. No, what here's what I want to do, and I don't know how it'll work, but I want to do me and you and Josh at my house around the fire with the microphone with the mics. I'm sure we can work that out. I feel like that would be easy, honestly. And just chill. All we need is power. I got power. Well, power in a blood. That's all we need. All right. I got that. So. We need that in stands. We need one more stand. We well, have two I got, stands. I got Actually, that. Actually. No. I think we got it. Yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> we <have to laughs> yeah, literally. We, to, we can do that. We have to steal one from the. So. So anyway. That'd be a great picture, too. I want to do for the book. I would be. But I want to do. Uh, I want to. Anyway, Mike was telling him. He said something about, "Oh, you're not good. Don't matter what works you do. Yeah, you're good." And he said, "You're only righteous because he imputed his righteousness yeah, yeah. on you." And I get was, you some of that. I was "Josh, like, I was, Josh, <laughs> we're coming for you." I was, I was <laughs> pumped, and I was Josh. Of course, you know how his goofy face when he's laughing because you don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Josh asked me. He was like, "How do you get? How do how do you become righteousness?" And I was like, "Well, I mean, Abraham was just imputed righteousness just because he had faith. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know how you get righteousness if you just don't got faith. You want to know? Yeah, read it to uh, me. Oh, I went to the wrong Corinthians. Oh, went oh. to go loser. How many Corinthians are there? Jeez, There's like thirty. Paul had to write two books to these jokers. <laughs> they still didn't get figured <laughs> out." Uh, I can't find it now. Uh, Nope. Still went to the wrong Corinthians. I think I was in Colossians. A lot of joy came out of me when I did that deep voice for someone. I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. It sparked something inside. Oh, let's see here. First Corinthians. First Corinthians. I have to pee so bad. Oof, we're almost done. It's okay. Uh, I don't even know where to start. But you say, From now on, we recognize no one according to the flesh, even though we have known Christ according to the flesh. Yet now we know him in this way no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away. Behold, new, the new has come. Now all these things are from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, namely... That God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not counting the trespasses against Him, and he has committed to us the Word of reconciliation, therefore we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making an appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ be reconciled to God. here you go He made him who <laughs> knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him in him through him and By him. Listen to how how it happened. He made him who knew no sin become sin for us. That is how we become righteous. You had nothing to do with it. And guess what? Holy Spirit, activate. Fear God. Guess what? What? Works aren't even anything for us. It's for the glorification of Jesus to show how good he is through us. so works it's It's not even it i mean james you're making me not like james even more (laughs) why i'm trying to help james out i'm trying to make him sound better you're hurting him because this is the way i view james i view james as if you're a christian true believer guess what Works isn't really a work, it's just something that happens. And second of all, he's saying, Guess what? It's not even for you, it's for Jesus. So people that can see you know you by the works of Jesus that's working inside of you. Oh, Let me tell you how I hey, view Josh, James. Listen to this podcast and get you some. Let me tell you how I view James. You don't even view Remember James. Remember the old cartoons? You close your eyes and the ang- watch the back of with your the island. angel on one shoulder and the devil on the other. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the angel's Paul and the devil's James. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like. I, I feel like me and – I feel like I'm on one side with James as the angel and Josh is on the other side with James they're as all the And y'all both devil. trying to spin it. And I'm trying to tell you the right way and Josh uh, is telling you the hallelujah. wrong way. Hallelujah! I tell you what, Josh, Fireside, take root. We're going to fix James. Yes. Let's just have a conversation about James. I think that would go on let's for go. maybe two let's, hours. Let's go. Let's think. Think about what. My head hurts. Friday night, I have nothing going on. Let's think about this after the podcast because I've got a urine. <laughs> All right. Everybody, deuces. The boys are back. The boys are-